What's up, everybody? Welcome to Humble Threads, a bi-weekly podcast that feels like you're hanging out with good friends just talking about life and sharing relatable stories. I am your tired, old, dad shoes-wearing co-host, David Graves. And I'm Michael Hart. Woo, boys. We're gang. Everybody, we have a beautiful show today. Um, we're we're doing a little, we're doing something a little bit different. We're trying something mm-hmm. out. You know, we, mm-hmm. there's some big news that Dave's gonna sh- Dave's gonna share with uh, everyone in a little bit. Um, but just to get you know get the show going, we're gonna do a just you know just, just it's gonna be different. But just uh, sit sit tight, you know, lock in and uh, get ready to hang with us. So today uh, we're starting a show with, with I guess. Um, usually we do like, you know, what's going on in the world, world of graves or what's going on in the mind of Mike. So the first half of the show, we're doing what's going on in the mind of me, Mike. Uh, and then we're letting, we're rolling out the red carpet for Dave on the, on the back half of the show to, to really dive in on, on, a, on a topic. I think everyone's going to love to hear about. Um, so what's been going on with me, uh, basically, uh, you know, over the pandemic, we, me and my wife have been trying to build a home gym. And we've been really trying to create this opportunity where you don't have to go to the gym. We just have things here. Obviously, home gyms are expensive. You know, uh, we're not made of money, at least not yet. And, uh, you know, we got to we gotta buy pieces piece by piece. Um, and so recently, we, we purchased a brand new, um, like, workout bench with a rack and a, uh, and a full, like, uh, seven-foot Olympic bar to do, like, uh, shoulder presses with or um, bench presses with. And I don't know, like I've just been since we've been like looking at workout stuff a lot, I've been like really starting to vibe on getting a punching bag, um, like a heavy bag, you know, Man. and uh, because like, you know, I don't I don't know how, you know, how you deal with it, Dave. But like sometimes when you're mad, and you're angry or when mm-hmm. you're frustrated, like you don't mm-hmm. want to get mad at anybody else. You don't want to like shout at somebody who doesn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you had a bag or something physical to just kind of like hit, kind of like hit out the anger or hit out the frustration, yeah. um, I don't know. It just feels good. Like, I'm not a very angry person necessarily, but, <laughs> you know, like there's been, there's been some times, you know, my new job that I picked up where uh, I've just wanted to take a step and just go hit something and then come back and then just, you know, knock it out, grind it out, figure out what we got to do. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been looking at them and, and like because we've been buying all this stuff because my wife is like big into fitness and she mm-hmm. she loves mm-hmm. uh, having the home gym. We have the treadmill. We have all this. We have all the free weights and stuff downstairs. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? Like, what's one piece of workout equipment that I would really want? And I think it's mm-hmm. and I think it's me a punching bag. I don't know. Like, what do you think about that, David? Yeah. You know, it's, and it's funny, guys, because me and Mike always talk and we were very similar um, in, in our ideology as far as everything else. Like working out can be tedious. It can be very boring. Um, you're doing the same thing every single day. You go there, you lift it up, you put it down. Wow, that's it. Um, for me, I, I've kind of, I'm kind of like Mike. Like, I feel like I need to have something behind it. Like, if I'm going to go put my time into something, like, obviously, I want to put my time into look good and feel like, you know, healthy. But I've been looking at punching bags too, to be honest, which is funny, um, because they have all these things now. The all these apps, Peloton now is taking over the world. They have an app where they have a boxing class where they go in there and it's teaching you techniques and it's cardio and it's helping you, you know, lose weight and make sure you're sweating and everything else like that. On top of yourself, on top of that, you're learning how to defend yourself and it's concentration, rhythm, um, just like with anything else in in life. I've been watching a lot of Cobra Kai recently, so that, <laughs> that kind of gets my that's kind of getting me going. But I think that's good. I think especially. Um, like I said, me and Mike are very similar. I can see like his mind is kind of the same thing. Like we always talk about working on like it'd be nice, but it's 
boring and fatigue, like going in there and going into like a boxing gym. Like you can get in your mindset, like, hey, I'm Batman or whatever you want to be or a top secret spy. Get yourself in some type of fun mindset to make sure you're you're having fun while you're doing it is is definitely pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but hopefully when our basement and from what I've been looking at, like I, I always thought like a punching bag would be like super expensive. But yeah. like as far as like workout equipment go, like you can get like a pretty decent heavy bag and like a a stand for it for like a little over yeah. 200 bucks. Like, yeah, uh, and, water. And, and in some cases you get them even cheaper. Um, yeah. but I'm looking for like a dead hang, like heavy bag type situation, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. pick up some gloves. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm on. Uh, I'm on the lookout for because, you know, my wife's super happy. She has the new rack and the new bar, um, mm-hmm. and to, you know, do all the lifting that she wants to do with, and uh, that sounds really bad. My wife's happy with the new rack. That's that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to season two, guys. We're, we're loosening the belt loop a little more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we are. Oh, it should be noted that we are trying a new recording situation. So, like, yes, I apologize if I come through and clip at all. Uh, we that, that'll be my fault for just not knowing how to record myself. But we're trying it out, and we think it's going to work great. So hopefully, mm. uh, it all does. So, but anyway, so besides the whole working out stuff for me. Um, I don't know. I, I got a, a $20 gift card to steam for Christmas, uh, from, a, from one of our like real, uh, family friend relatives, uh, relatives, relatives. Um, and, uh, she, or, and I was like, what do I get with this? And the one game that like nobody liked and has been the meme of the, uh, was the meme of the year in the video gaming world. Oh, um, I just was like, you know what? I never want to sp- pay full price for this game. So maybe now is the time to get it. Um, I'm talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Um, decided to get it right because like a buddy of mine picked it up on Xbox and said that you know once you get past like the first half of the half of the game, it's still kind of janky, but it's a good game. Like it's got it's um, the gunplay is fun and like uh, what you have to do in the game is kind of fun. Uh, so I just was like, all right, you know, I got no- there's nothing else right now going on. I don't have anything to play until witch queen dlc drops for destiny 2 next month let's just get it let's just see what happens yeah and i there is there is definitely like an open like cinematic sequence um when you first get into the city uh that is for sure just like polygonal like t people walking like like flying down the road um but as far as like in game like outside of the cinematics i haven't seen any like glitches happen yet and i can definitely agree that the, the gunplay a lot of just like the act, what you're doing in the game does feel fun. Um, I think that the uh, perk trees of like g- gaining new skills and abilities is really like in depth and and in some ways I think a little over the top, but I, I do like like how much customization you can have for your specific character. Not to mention just the character creation part was was kind of wild. Like there are some things that you just don't ever need to be able to like ever have a slider for but like you know it is what it is and that's kind of what that game is but yeah yeah, like honest review i'm about like i would say i'm not that far in i would say i'm about like five six maybe ten hours into the game um i'm liking it like i like i'm taking it very slow like i'm i'm the kind of person that needs to see every every inch of every corner of an open world Mm -hmm. game so Mm -hmm. like i'm not always following like the main plot i'm just kind of running around the city a lot kind of playing it very gta like grand theft auto style like just screw like saying screw the mission and just grab a car and just drive it as fast as i can around the city until the cops chase me and kill me Mm -hmm. um it's kind of like i would say like you know if you're out there you're looking for something to play 
Um, you don't mind a spending the full price. Uh, I would certainly say wait until it goes on sale again. Um, cause I know it was on sale recently for like 30 bucks, which would have been the best time to get it or 40 mm-hmm. bucks or something like 39 99. Um, but yeah, I bought full price, but with a $20 gift card. So I still, I felt good about spending 40 bucks on that game. And as far as it goes, I think, I think I will see it through the end. Will I play all of the three available options like storylines? Probably not, mm-hmm. but, uh, so far so good. I don't know. I mean, I know you picked it up when it first dropped and, and as we all know, it kind of, the game itself fell flat on its face. So, uh, has has your opinion changed at all? I mean, it's kind of sad because I, I remember because I was working at a, a country club at the time, and I remember it was about to drop. I was at the bar. I was cleaning up frantically because I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to play it. I'm playing it with everybody. I'm going to stream it. Um, was not streamable. It, it worked. And and I think that was the big issue too. It, it launched at a time when a lot of us were trying to like get into streaming heavy, and it wasn't just playing it for enjoyment. So the fact that we couldn't stream it and it was struggling to play, and we had to turn the settings down, also messed with it. And then that's when everyone kind of went away from it. I want to say during that time, like the whole world, there's waves of people trying to get into streaming, um, and that was that time. Um, but I think, and I've been looking more into, and not to sidetrack us, but I've been looking more into that. And I said it in our group chat: the stream deck or the yeah, uh, the Steam deck. Sorry. Mm. I think if that can get up off the ground, games like Cyberpunk and everything else like that, and if they could, in the future, start to integrate that handheld option into that type of thing, I think a game like that, and if you have the price, and I can play it in handheld version, which means I can take it wherever I want to go, I think I'd be all about it, Bug, bugs included. I wouldn't care. Yeah. Now, when I have to put it into a $2,000-plus machine that's supposed to run everything at optimal speed, um, in the words of Dr. Disrespect, and it's a POS, and I have to sit there and play this POS, then I'm going to have some issues with it. Um, I start to see the industry changing into a lot of handheld stuff, things on the go, and everything else like that. And I think that changes a lot of the ideology as far as what type of games you would buy. Uh, like, and, you know, not to, not to dive us down the hole, we don't have to go fully into it, but um, if there's some games that work on the Steam Deck and some that don't, and they'll let you know through a uh, website. But if Destiny 2 can work on the Steam Deck, which is what they're working towards in Warzone and everything, if that can work on there, I guarantee you that game would blow up so much more. Um, regardless of any, if any DLCs failed, if anything else failed, being able to get on there and talk to your friends in an in-game setting um, would change, change, the, change the life of the game. Um, I have not played Cyberpunk 2027 or 2077 since then. If, it, if I can play it on the Steam Deck soon and it works pretty good, I'd be happy with it, but I, I don't see myself sitting sure. at my computer like trying to like I can't do it. It's just something about that. I don't know yeah. if you feel if you've realized that, Mike. Like, yeah, if that kind of you know you said you were dusting off your switch, so I don't know if you feel like that type of you know different mindset switch is happening. No, right? I, I yeah, moving on to that side of it. Um, yeah, I definitely I this past week I dusted off my switch. I haven't really touched it since I beat Breath of the Wild, which is a long time now. Um. But, like, I've been craving a handheld video game. Like, yeah. like, and I don't have too many Switch games. I have Breath of the Wild. I have uh, Mario Kart. And I have mm-hmm. um, Let's Go Eevee Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And uh, so all I've been playing on it is Let's Go Eevee, uh, like, the Pokemon game, which is, like, a rehashed version of, like, Red and Blue, kind of, of the mm-hmm. original game. But, like... Like I've played that Pokemon uh, 
like red and blue specifically to, to you know like to death basically i've um played it so many times on the like the game boy advanced and yeah. game and original game boy and stuff like that when it first came out uh, or sorry game boy color i think is what it first came out on but regardless so like it's not like a game i'm playing because i really enjoy it at this point it's just like i'm really craving that handheld experience mm-hmm. um i think i, I think i want to go out and get i've been dying to play um mario odyssey i heard such good things about that when that came out yep. never played yep. it um i've only ever played smash on other people's switches so i don't have smash mm-hmm. so maybe i'll get that amazing game um but yeah i've just been like you know talking about what's going on with the stream deck capabilities like i really like the idea that you know i can be on the couch playing my switch and carolyn my wife can be playing her xbox and we can hang out on the couch together doing things doing different things but we both can be playing different games at the same time in the same room um Mm -hmm. versus having to be like because i usually play like in my office uh, and she plays out in the living room, which is mm-hmm. which is fine because we, we will play together. And we can talk on the like, the game chat, but it, it, you don't mm-hmm. really get it's that. Not the same. Yeah, you don't get that quality time that you really want to to get when you're like hanging out together. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like e- even think about it. Like if uh, I was even looking at a lot of Switch games as well. There's so many free games on there. Like they probably have a Magic the Gathering card game on there if you wanted to look. Like I know they just released a new Yu-Gi-Oh card game with all the Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, you know, series in there, which I want to play really badly. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is a good um, uh, example because you can play that with different friends. Open world game, customizes amazing. Everything's great. But if they can get a that Steam Deck off the ground and within a, a relative good time, because we're you know, COVID is not going anywhere anytime soon. But it's say Mike is, you know, playing on his PC and say he gets like a futon in his in his room or something. Who knows? And he has the Steam Deck and he just has it there to use. And Carolyn was like, you know what? I'm going to start using it because I want to play games with you guys. That'd be amazing. That's groundbreaking because there's so many games on the PC, Xbox and PlayStation wise that you could play in handheld, which would be ridiculous. Um, I would say the reason why we don't play a lot of uh, Switch games is because of the community wise a lot of our friends have switches but we don't all have the same games to play um and the switch kind of limits their games because it's nintendo so you can't really do much outside of nintendo on the switch i don't really think there's any games that are like both they've been releasing like um gardens of the galaxy is on every single one but that's not like a multiplayer game where you know one person can play from their pc another person can play on their switch another person can play on their xbox um that steam deck would change the world uh, and I, I've been looking into it. It's, it's in its early beta version. I don't know if I'd get this first version. I think I would wait a little bit to get it. But I think that's revolutionary, um, especially like say my son gets older. And I don't want him to have a PC yet um, if I don't think he's responsible enough to have it yet. And I'm like, but he wants to play with me. I could hook that up and then there could be a docking station. He can play that on the TV just like a switch. Uh, with a controller or with mouse and keyboard or whatever. So I think I like how this industry is going into more handheld games because I miss it. I miss the Switch. I miss playing on my Switch a lot. For sure. And last thing I wanted to touch on, uh, just because, you know, it does it, it, it will affect the future of our gaming interests. Um, you know, and and if hey guys, by the way, if you want to hear more about any any topics we hear we talk about, you maybe want to do maybe you want us to do a B sides episode about this stuff. Hit us up on the Twitter at Pod Humble. Let us know. Um, but, you know, obviously, recently, if you've been anywhere around the gaming uh, industry news uh, everywhere, uh, Blizzard purchasing, uh, or not Blizzard, Xbox purchasing Blizzard Activision, um, 
like that's wow like yeah like seriously wow like obviously we know that blizzard and activision were, were under um scrutiny for the um uh workplace environment uh harassment cases going down and and among amongst other things but like xbox is coming in swooping i think they purchased it what was like 68.7 billion it was like the third biggest purchase in the world, right behind Disney buying Marvel, Mar- Marvel, and some other ones. But it's like the big third biggest purchase, yeah. in the world. Yeah, right. So company wise, like, crazy. Which means that like Xbox is, which already has an amazing like Game Pass like subscription to like all their entire, not their entire, but a very large majority of their catalog, is yeah. now getting you know the likes of Call of Duty um, is now owning. Uh, Overwatch is now owning uh, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Guitar uh, Hero, Guitar Rock Hero, Band. Rock, right? Like all of those like uh, classic games that you know that Blizzard and or Activision was known for. And the only thing that I've seen lately is that uh, they will be honoring any kind of contracts that they have available, so that PlayStation can still get like Call of Duty games for the next at least I think they said three releases. Um. But afterwards, who like how wild would that be if Xbox car- uh, carved out the market to say Call of Duty is only on our platform? Mm-hmm. Like that would be buck wild. But it's possible. Uh, I don't know. Like what? Like any br- brief thoughts on the on the subject matter, man? I'm I am not upset by it because I think in this market we've gotten so used to monopolizing things and people saying it's so bad for it but i think it's a good thing because it creates more of a structure i don't think they'll kick playstation out entirely because competition is good competition anywhere and sony is starting to play ball with you know microsoft as far as letting stuff come on pc god of war is now past uh, horizon zero dawn for the biggest selling game on steam to playing on PC. So they're seeing that it's more money. And all they care about is money, guys, at the end of the day. They, they care about us, but they really, really, really care about making money. So if they can put that on Steam and make an extra, like, billion by selling God of War on there, they'll do it. And I think at the end of the day, like me and Mike said, and I'm starting to see this shift. You know, you, you could quote us on this a couple years from now. The shift to handheld, to PC, to more operating softwares, I think consoles will start to become more obsolete or more customizable, kind of like a PC. Uh, I don't think we'll start seeing any more Xbox Series Xs. I don't think we'll start seeing any more PlayStation 5s or whatever. I think we're going to start moving towards a computer-based ideology because making those consoles costs a lot of money. They're shorthanded. Not a lot of people get to play it. And now with the console exclusive exclusivity um, for games, someone's got to play ball, whether it's Sony or it's Xbox, because now it's like, well, you guys want this game. Give us this game, like give us Spider-Man on PC and we'll let you do this. It's going to sell more. Why are we doing this? Like, let's try and play, you know, ball with each other and shake hands and say, all right, let's let's work together. The market's big enough for both of them to make money. Sony ain't going nowhere. Um, neither is Microsoft. So just start putting stuff on platforms instead of saying we're making this console exclusive because we want to sell this. We get it. You want to sell the consoles, but take consoles away and then see where we're at. They're just selling games. And I honestly think they would make more money selling games on different platforms than just consoles because not all people can get the consoles. Heck, I want a PS5. I still can't get it. Only because Spider-Man. So, so true. Yeah. Um, it's crazy if anything you know we're just gonna 
the 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 gaming world was never going to stay the same. You know, eventually no. something was going to come through. Some someone was going to throw the first rock. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, and we were going to see some change eventually. Because honestly, up until now, the gaming industry's kind of gone stagnant a little bit. Like it is. a it's, lot of the same games are being churned yeah. out. They're not a lot of games are being like just re yeah, reversion yeah. games. Yeah, like so maybe this is a big rock being thrown in the industry and we're going to see some big changes because of it. And because of Xbox having such a massive uh, amount of developers and, and and people underneath them. Now, you know, we might see some more exclusives. We might see some reaching across the aisle being like, Hey, you know, we know we own this, but we'll, you know, we'll still let other consoles get it. Like start just creating games, right. Not Mm -hmm. just for their Mm -hmm. own platform. So uh, I think we we definitely got more to, to to say about this. Um, I if, can't wait. Can't uh, wait as as more information comes available, and if a lot comes out, something worth it, we'll definitely do a B sides for it. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Hit us up, Pod Humble. Uh, but without further ado, we're gonna hit our first ad break, and then be back to roll the carpet out for David. Let's go. Oh jeez. Welcome back, everyone. So hey, you know if you've been living under a rock, no worries. But if you've been paying attention to either mine or David's or the Humble Threads social media we have a very special announcement and just you know we're just gonna lay it all out up there for, for you um basically you know david the red carpet is there uh you got camera over here camera over there <laughs> spotlights on you tell the people what's been going uh, on in the world of graves guys we're, we're gonna go from ground zero um and, and mike whenever you want to chime in feel free i, I will not you know as, as much as i always say I, I won't be insulted like if you want to ask any questions or you know you want to chime in at all um guys and i'm going to try and keep it professional i'm going to try and not get emotional it has been an emotional uh roller coaster but um i can't even, what was it last tuesday i guess last tuesday um monday night i was talking a big game to uh, Ed and CJ, because we've been playing a lot of Destiny, I've been enjoying it, especially a game I can just hop in, play, and hop out. Um, and they're like, "All right, we'll see you tomorrow." Uh, you know, we got the reset, so we can do the, <laughs> the nightfall and everything. And I said, "Yeah, you know, and every and we're gonna get there." And CJ's like, "Did you get a bag ready for the hospital?" I was like, "Nah, we still got some time. Like this week, I'm gonna start getting organized and vacuum and mop the floor and whatever." So I go to bed. Um, at six, at, no, 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 at 7 a.m., I wake up to five text messages from Ashley, and I said, that might not be good. Um, granted, I'm groggy. I don't know what's going on. She said, I think my water broke, and I was like, huh, okay, so, and I'm still reading more. I said, I think my water broke. I called the on-call nurse at Westchester, um, the Chester County Hospital. They said I might have peed myself. I don't think I peed myself. I think my water broke. I said, okay, that makes sense. You do drink a lot of water. You might be on your bladder, so whatever. I understand. So from six, I think that was at 4 a.m. Actually, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. Because Ashley gets off around like 7 a.m. She drove all the way from Delaware to Westchester. 40 minute drive. Gets into the hospital. She said she was talking to the nurse and the doctor was like, oh, yeah, she's ready. Like, get, get her, get her in there, get her together. So she's like, you need to start getting some stuff together and coming. So I said, crap. I threw a bunch of pair of sweatpants in there. CJ's calling me. I'm talking to everybody about everything. Um, I'm trying to, I had to rip open my, the, the stroller my mom bought us cause I needed the uh, car seat. I'm grabbing all that, throwing that in the car. I drive to Westchester. I'm sitting there like, man, today's the day we get in there. 
Um, Ashley, I have Ashley in her gown and everything else like that. I'm talking to her. She's in good spirits. She's fine. She's not in any pain or anything. And then we got to start moving to another room. They have to give her some type of medicine. Um, pardon me if you guys know what that medicine is. I cannot remember, but it's to get her cervix to like start dilating. Um, so that way the baby can come through at the, at that point in time, it was the size of like a pen. David, I'm going to cut before. you off just real quick. Yeah. yeah. And just, and just for who knows who's listening, but just a content warning. You know, we're, we're oh, I'm not going to go too graphic. No, okay, right? just, just just wanted to yeah. just wanted to. Yeah. No, I'm not going to give you because right. I, I honestly because I'm going to tell you guys right now the whole time I, this this has been going on. I told Ashley I was probably going to faint looking at a lot of this stuff, but I'm not going to get any gra- any more graphic than it, um, it needs to be. I'm okay, gonna be gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm going gotcha. to skip over a lot of things. So I want you guys to enjoy it. Um, it's not about right. learning about birth. Go you're on good. YouTube you're if good. you want to watch you're that good. Type I of just, stuff, guys. Like, but um, the thought. Yeah, no, I'm with thought came across. I'm giving you. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you the medical terms for certain things, but other than that, that's it. I'm not going to go deep. Into yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. You know, where, where babies are at and how they have to come out and et cetera. That's gotcha. It. That's as gotcha. far as it's going to go. But <laughs> she had to take some medicine for that so we can get there um, to to make her uh, contractions start to come. I probably should have said that. So the first, she takes the first pill. She doesn't really feel anything. She takes a nap. I take a nap. I said, whatever. Then she comes back in. She says, how are you feeling? She's like, oh, I don't really feel anything. I'm fine. Um, she gives her the second pill. We take it. I want to say it was probably like 10 minutes. And then I hear her like, go, oh, so her contractions are starting and everything else like that. She's in pain. She's starting to get a little bit in pain. I'm giving her water. Um, it, it can. Yeah. Any woman who has contractions, everything else like that, it's very tensing. It's very stressful. Um, you know, it kind of makes you feel woozy or sick. But we start getting into that point where the contractions are, are starting to be there. And she's telling the nurse, like, I think he's right there. I think he's there. And the nurse is like, no. This could take hours. It might take a day. You know, we, you know, everything, blah, blah. And Ashley's like, a, like a day. I don't know if I can do this for a day. So they keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm standing up at this point. I'm holding her hand. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta hold out because you have to start getting your contraction closer so they can get him out. If they can't, then they can't get him out. Ashley knows her body more than me or the nurse or anyone else. So she knows what's going on. So at this point in time, she's in pain. Her hands in between her legs. She feels like her, she's holding Caden uh, in. And she's telling the nurse, like, he's here. Like, we need to get this going. The nurse is still like, I don't know. You know the him and Holland. So they get the doctor. Um, the doctor checks everything. And he was like, yeah, she's uh, she's fully dilated. And her contractions are there. Like, he's here. So the nurse was like, holy crap. Like, th- it was supposed to take longer, they thought. Like, it was supposed to take longer than they thought. Um, I don't know if that's just them saying that. Or if Ashley's body works very fast or whatever it is. I told her she's she's built. Ashley is 5'10". Um, she's she's solid enough. Uh, she's, she's a built girl, so she barely showed when she had them. So the doctor's like, all right, let's get it going. So they get her IV in and everything that they want to do. They want to get an epidural. I'm not going to tell you. Go into depth on what epidural is. It just makes them more relaxed and, you know, be able to have the baby with easier. There are some complications with it. You can also go natural. A lot of people tend to go natural because of what can happen with that. Um, but. She's like, okay, so where do, we, where do we go from here? And they were like, all right, we have to get this IV in you. You have to get 500, like, uh, whatever whatever the uh, measurement is of that. Um, I don't want to mess it up and say the wrong thing, but they have to get 500 into her. That takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Ashley's already in pain. My man's here. Uh-huh. We have this sense. She has a sensor on her stomach to get his heartbeat and everything else like that to see what the contractions are. For some reason, that wasn't picking up contractions, so we couldn't see. Um, but then they're like, then it's going to, if we give you the epidural, it's going to take 20 minutes for that to kick in. At this point in time, 
Ashley's like, he's, I can't take any more of this. Like th- we're at the point where if she would have waited any longer, I think my man would have flew out. He just flew <laughs> out of her and it would have been what it was. So they said, you might have to push. And Ashley's whole thing this whole time was, do I want to do epidural? Do I not want to do epidural? There's a lot of complications with it. And I said, whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Um, just know you, you have to decide once we go down that path, there's no turning back. Cause if you're so, if your contractions are so close, they cannot give it to you because it's so close at that point in time, it's time to go. So the nurse is talking to her and she's looking at me. She's like, I don't know if I can do this. I said, you just drove all the way from the hospital to this hospital for 40 minutes. You're strong enough. I know you can do it. You got it. She said, okay, we're getting set up. They're getting, bringing everybody in. They're bringing all the people who need to come in, everything else like that. We're pushing, we're pushing, we're pushing. Um, what's her advice to anyone, to any women out there who want to, you know, give a natural birth or anything else like that. Apparently it's a lot easier when you push, like you feel better when you're pushing than holding the contractions and just holding him. Um, it feels more relaxed in, 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 in going. So they get everything together, skipping all the graphic parts, guys, you know how babies work. I'm helping her. I'm holding her hand, holding the leg, holding the sensor at one point in time. My legs are hurting because I'm bending over the bed. She's on the other side. Kind of, I have to bend over and the way she's leaning was kind of hard, but you know, she's pushing, she's and everything else like that. Um, and then, then we start to get real. He's here. He's, we, we start to see him, and Ashley's pushing with all her might. I want to say it only took like 10 increments of pushing because they do like push, 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 and then breathe, and then push, 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 and then you get a break. So he comes out. We have him. They, he's he's crying a little bit. They immediately throw him on Ashley's chest, and he just looks up. He's looking at both of us, and he just looks at both of us and stops crying. And at that moment, I started to cry because I said, holy crap, because at that moment, it, it He's here. He's heard us so many times. He's heard the voices that when he saw us, it gave him the reassurance that like, oh, my parents are here. like, these are the people I've been hearing for the longest period of time. Um, Ashley's crying. She's laughing. She's in good spirits. They do whatever they got to do to fix her up. She's good. Barely had any, any issues. Barely had anything. She's good to get rid of everything. Um, I get to cut the umbilical cord. I mean, meanwhile, uh, I was talking to my brother about this. He's like, you didn't faint? Like, you didn't. I said, at this point in time, your body kicks into survival mode because we're already not doing what we're supposed to be doing, hmm. which was getting her the fluids, getting the epidural in, doing all that stuff. We're in a state of, we need to do this. She's in pain. Your manly instinct of this is, uh, you know, your girlfriend, fiance, wife, and you're supposed to be protecting her and making sure you tell her everything's okay and you have to. So he gets out. He's good. They clean him up. We get it. They get us in a room. Uh, we have a pullout couch. We have all this other stuff. Everything's good. Um, just just to gloss over a lot of different things. They just they come in. They check her vitals. They check his vitals. They got to make sure he's feeding. Your baby might not feed for the first two days because they still have the gunk in their stomach from um, when they're in the mom. So they still have some type of sustenance. You're changing diapers. Um, uh, they have everything. He. Uh, he is circumcised. I will say that whatever your religious beliefs are, whatever you want to do with that is up to you. Um, so you just have to put Vaseline in his diapers. You get everything you got to do for that. But then the trials start to come in because I told you guys, if you uh, listen before he, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, it's a very, very rare DNA thing where you might have more X's or more Y's on one strand of something else, but he's perfectly fine. He, he he has everything. They say sometimes you have a, your neck, your spine, all this other stuff. He came out looking great. Everyone says he's cute, cutest baby. Nurses love him. He is the cutest baby. Come out full head of hair. Crazy. But 
he's great. So they test everything. They have to test his spine. They did an x-ray of his spine because um, they sell like a little dimple on his back, which sometimes deals with that. Test his spine. Spine healthy. Great. He kicking. He kicks me. Um, throwing fists. You don't want you to touch him when you're changing his diaper. Um, check his heart because you, when you're a baby, you have certain not holes, but I will use the word holes because they close. He has those. Sometimes they take a little bit to close. He's also early. He's supposed to be here on the second. So he's a little early. So his weight is six pounds. He was supposed to be eight pounds. So he has to eat to get to that point. So we're getting there. Um, but they're doing that. So they have to test that. They test his hearing. Um, the first day the hearing didn't work because there was some fluid in his ear. So there's a lot of tests going on. Um, Ashley, when, after you have your baby, women are very emotional. Um, their hormones are very high. So Ashley's crying every time something comes up. Like, oh, it's fine. I hope it's I said, he won't be all right. He won't be. He made it this far. He's going to be okay. Trust me. Um, heart crying. You know, we got a scan today. Heart's heart or scanned yesterday. Heart beating healthy. Great. He's good. Crying, crying a little bit about that. Um, the hearing, crying a little. I said, Ash, you got it. You know, being positive and and everything else like that. And to to bring another thing in, everyone's been asking me like, how does it feel to be a father? It feels calming. There's hectic times, yes, but you have to be in a state of calm. Um, I talk to him. I no matter what's going on, I talk to him. Uh, even if we're frustrated about like trying to get his diaper off and he's kicking and everything, you know, I just talked to him. I said, Hey, it's okay, buddy. We're just changing your diaper. I under, you don't want to be sitting in poop for the rest of the day. Um, and sometimes he'll stop crying and just look at me with his eyes open. I'm like, you got to get it together. Like we're going to do it. It's okay. Um, so we're getting everything else in there. The last thing is we have one more thing we have to get done. And that's why it was taking me a little bit to get upstairs because Ashley was a little emotional. She was crying. Um, I think it's, I don't want to say it's mesophilioma. It's something with the lungs. I cannot remember. That might be the name of it. I can't remember. It's some type of disease that you have to carry it through your lineage, but it's mostly in Caucasian people. Ashley never had it in her family, so I don't know what it is, but they took some sample from his umbilical cord. They said there was a possibility, but we've been hearing possibilities for the past week and he's been fine. It's not in Ashley's family. It's not really in African-American, so it's not in my family. The only thing my family has is diabetes um, and that's about it. So, you know, she was, she was a little emotional downstairs. You know, it's not fair. You know, everything else. Like I said, Ash, you know, life ain't fair. Life is never fair. I said, his back's going to be up against the wall for his whole life. But guess what? We got to set him up for success. I'm going to make sure I'm there for every single way. Money, emotionally, physically, whatever he needs to do, we have to be there for him. And positivity. I said, him eating, you being positive. Um, gives him gives him that radiant feeling of when he's eating, you know, he's he's the man. That's that's your son. Don't be negative. You have to be positive. That feeds all. That's what he feeds off. of. He, you're his mother. Like I'm his father. He feels that. But he he has to eat from you and everything else like that. So be positive. Um, I want to say it's not it's not I want to say he probably doesn't because you have to carry it. So. Um, like I said, Mike, anything, if you want to hop in, Mike, at any point yeah. in time, I feel like I've been talking. A lot no, no. I, hey, it's your journey. Uh, I apologize for interrupting you in the first place. I know you. No, you go had, ahead. You don't had interrupt. Off. Please interrupt. Go um, ahead. If I'm missing it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just so special, man. I mean, like I've, yeah, that's crazy. like I've, we've, I've, I've seen every, you know, step of your, uh, of your, your, your journey with it. You know, I remember when you first told me like, oh man, I, I, you know, I, I, we think Ashley's pregnant. Like, uh oh, like. You know, and then to 
you know, worrying about what life's going to be like to having Mm. to stress yourself probably many hours a day trying to put together half of the the things (laughs) in the baby room. Like, you know, you're you're clearly a pro at at uh, at putting this together at this point, man. Um, It's 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 incredible. You know, it feels like I I told Ashley and hold on, guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Get the waterworks. Jesus. It feels like it feels like at any moment someone's going to like you're in the matrix. It feels like someone's going to pull the plug and you're going to wake up like, holy crap. Uh You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel real. It feels like someone's going to wake you up and like you're going to feel like everything that just happened to you was a dream or it was something you've witnessed before or some road you've been down before or something. But it just it does not it yeah. does not feel real and it's weird but um to any advice to you know i don't know you know with mike whatever he wants to be a father anything else like that to anybody else who who's a father right now um i'm no expert um I'm, I'm i'm working just like you guys are working but the only thing i always say is you know like i said it's calming but being present don't stress yourself about you know tomorrow the next day be present of as far as what's happening today um I'm not worried about this test because I'm like, we're going to worry about what's happening today. We're going to worry about making him healthy today to pass whatever he needs to pass and go forth to do whatever he needs to do. Um, and like I said before, me and Ashley have been watching the Marvel movies and she's been, you know, getting kind of emotionally tied to understand certain things. I said, now you understand why I watch these movies. I read these comics because that's it's giving you hope and it's showing you what you need to do as far as being a person and being stronger and seeing what you can overcome with the underlying stories that are in these type of things. Um, he's going to be fine and he's doing great. You just baby is too funny. He'll be smiling at you. Yo man, he farts like a grown man and that's actually him pooping. So we know when that we hear that fart, I'm like, yeah, hey, it's time to change the diaper, but it's been a ro- It's been a ride, man. Um, it's, it's been crazy. So, uh, to any other fathers out there, you know, good luck. Um, to anyone who's, you know, knows us on Twitter or anything else like that, you can tweet at us at pod humble. Um, let us know what it's like for you being a father. If there's any, anything that you feel like you, you want to talk about, this is for all means, this is not a self-help. I, I cannot, you know, help you guys to the fullest. Like I said, I'm still a beginner. <laughs> you want somebody to talk to, you can talk to me. Um, there are hotlines to talk to people like that, but, um, just being present and being there. So that, that's, that's been a fun time. Crazy guy. He's funny though. It's awesome. Caden K- Baron Graves. What, what is him? What a name. Like, it's such a, like, I can just see that name, like, just being, you know what I mean? It just has that, mm. it's got staying power, that name. That's um, what I was telling Ash. I said, all this stuff that's happening right now, yeah. it's it's going to push for something later. Yeah. Something, he's got to do it. Whether whether he has something or something else, you t- whenever you tell, there's two type of people, and that's the last thing I'll say on it, we can, and we can move to Mike if he wants to ask anything <laughs> or say anything. Um, there's two type of people. When you're, when you're met with a roadblock, you either rise to the occasion to get over it or you sit there and, and do what was me. And that's one thing I, I, I told myself that I will always teach my son because my mom has instilled that in us. Cause we were talking about that last night cause she was over. She was saying she didn't really coddle us. Um, cause my dad really wasn't in the picture. She didn't coddle us. She was, she was more hard on us to be a man. Um, whether that's right or wrong in that circumstance, I think it was, it was good because it showed us that we had to stand on our own two feet. We had no choice. Um, Ashley's mom kind of did the same with her as far as she's more, uh, brought back with her emotions. She's not very an emotional person. She's not really like a physical emotional person or anything else like that, which is fine. I still love her for the way she is me. I crave that. I want that. But that shows you the two opposite sides of when you're still taught the same thing, but you have to do what you got to do. And that's why I was telling her, like, 
when he, when he gets old enough, whatever happens, I'm not sugarcoating nothing from him. If you got what you got, you got what you got. But what are you going to do after I tell you what you got, what you got? You're going to go in the gym and make sure your lungs are healthy or whatever else like that. You're not going to smoke cigarettes. You're going to do this. You're going to make sure you're, you know, doing what you got to do to make sure yourself is healthy. Or we're going to sit there and be a, you know, pity on ourselves. No, we're going to do what we got to do. So, but it's been crazy, man. Dude, I love all of that. Like that, like I, like I admire like your, like I, like I get it. Like it's, it's something that I can't even even begin to relate to the closest I've ever had to it. A, uh, a child is a is a puppy, and that's just not the same thing. Like <laughs> no. some people are like, oh, you know, you have a puppy. It's like you know, uh, no. the the training wheels for getting a kid, and it's like, no, no, it's not. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so like, but it's just, it's inspiring. Like to specific specifically, like during like the like the couple months ago when when all the families were getting together, you know, the baby shower and all of that stuff, like. I, I said it a couple episodes back, you know, David and Ashley have a have a village of people that care so mm-hmm. much about the success of this of this child um, that, you know, I it just it's so beautiful to know that, like, you know, everything's going well. Everything is is looking up and that this child, Caden, your son has such a just a wonderful, like wonderful support uh to, ba- mm-hmm. to back him uh as he grows and and all that stuff so you know obviously uh we will be getting the lowdown on on all things caden moving mm-hmm. forward because mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. absolutely have to um, yeah maybe give uh, i'll him, let you guys know though maybe i am tired as heck <laughs> maybe give uh caden a, a producer credit at some point when we uh yeah. when we <laughs> you know at some point Mm-hmm. Um, but with all that being said, any final words, Daddy Dave? That that's it, guys. You know, I will say you take the good with the bad, and I will leave it at this too. Make sure you have the right partner for it, because there is times where me and Ash are up at three a.m. He he either feed he usually feeds every three hours. We feed him every three hours. He needs to. Nighttime is a little different because sometimes he's really hungry. Ashley's tired. Like we might feed him half and then put him down. And everything, but we learned our routine. Um, but make sure you have the right partner. You know, um. The one thing I will, I will never forget and I'll always remember, and I'll tell him the same thing. You know, first night, a little rough, a little rough. He's crying. We're tired. We're waking up here and there, anything else like that. He, he, we change his diaper. He eats. He, he goes to the bathroom again. We change his diaper. We get him back on it. He's feeding. We finally lay him down. And I remember just letting out the biggest sigh, like, all right, we're finally here. And he just lets out the biggest fart I've ever heard, <laughs> pauses, and then does it again. And all I could do was just sit there and laugh and Ashley just laughed and I said, let's get up. Here we go. So, <laughs> you know, having her to be able to sit there and laugh and roll with the punches, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You know? So it, not everyone's going to be strong in a certain situation. One of you is going to be down a little bit lower than the other one, but you got to be there to make light of a situation and make it funny. Um, and, uh, and I told her, I chose his name for a reason. Uh, Caden means little warrior. I, I named him after a comic book character named Cade, who was, he kind of just fights in wars and he was kind of a protector. He had different names like Angel and everything else like that, but he was strong and he walked the path alone, but he met people along the way to make him stronger. But that's his name. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I don't know. Maybe one day with Mike, because I know Carol has been dropping hits <laughs> about, about babies. Uh, Mike, maybe will be there with me one day and, and we could, uh, have a little humble, humble session all together and, and see where we go. But, um, I FaceTimed everybody. It was funny. Yeah. Um, 
I brought that up because I, I was dying when I FaceTimed Mike and Carolyn. I was like, he's so cute. You know, I just got my dogs. And I said, yo, I said, if y'all enjoy sleep, enjoy what you can do now, okay? Because <laughs> you're going to want one of your parents to move in with you and help you. I'm telling you right now. You're screaming in a, a black void for help. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> understands what you're going through. But uh, you can make it through. But, you know, sometimes. All right. I love all of that. But without further ado, gang, we're going to hit uh, one more ad break. And we're back with... Uh, some, some closing notes and some things that we want to do uh, moving forward with the show. Uh, but we'll, we'll be right back with that. What's up, everybody? So, you know, we, we mentioned it a little bit last episode. So if you uh, checked out that episode, uh, you'll have an idea of what we're getting at. Otherwise, this is new information for you and, and all good. But as always, please, please go check out the episodes that you maybe, you've, maybe you've missed because we do talk about lots of stuff, our lives, things we're interested in, uh, you know, lots of cool stuff in the back catalog. But anyway, so, you know, as we mentioned last episode, this is officially season two of the Humble Threads podcast. We were kind of playing around with a couple of bad ideas that I kept like goofing around with. Uh, but I did, too. I had some bad ideas. But we we uh, I think this was David's idea. Honestly, I'll give him credit for this because um, we we're talking like, you know, obviously we're, we're big gamers. We love we love you know, playing games. We love playing like D&D. And so, like, what's something that happens in all in all games and, and any kind of journey? you level up so you know we've, we've decided that's what this that's like the the motto like the vibe we want for this season because we really want to be trying to do more things broaden our nets see what what other types of content we can do and bring in under that humble threads umbrella so officially moving forward this is humble threads season two level up level um, up. I, I can see t-shirts i can see stickers i can see all sorts of stuff with that level up on it, um, which could be cool at some point. But as far as new content that we're talking about, you know, we definitely want to um, create some new content streams, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, maybe Instagram Reels, YouTube, YouTube Shorts. Um, specifically, we want to do more B-sides. Uh, so when we have bigger topics that maybe don't totally fit the show flow, but we want to really dive in on like 100% to them, would love to do a B-side. Um, on that we want to do something that we're we're coining the humble minute where it's kind mm-hmm. of like a quick hit right um maybe it's like the cliff notes of like a big topic that we're going to bring you like the biggest facts what you need to know um and just make it quick you know maybe post that on reels tiktok or or youtube shorts um just somewhere where we can kind of create that revolving content uh door of yep. being able to talk about because not everything we, we want to bring to the b-sides or even the show but we want to just like talk about something we're super interested in in a very bite-sized easy digestible format um we're doing we're going to be posting a lot more to youtube uh we have a mm-hmm. lot of back episodes that we're going to get up on on youtube we have some video stuff that we we might want to put up there and then as well as mm-hmm. being a place to house a lot of these like micro contents this humble minute stuff the the, yeah. the video yeah. and these will be videos right so we're going to be doing mm-hmm. full-on videos in these smaller content stuff um mm-hmm. really excited uh yeah, guys yeah obviously as we move forward into the year we we want to keep providing uh merch opportunities um when we have uh something worth worth putting together so always uh be sure to check out teespring um you know hopefully at some point maybe this year maybe maybe this year in the in the spirit of leveling up we'll get our own uh url officially with the name on it um mm-hmm. but you know anything else uh David, you want to you want to add to this list? Yeah, no, Mike. Mike definitely uh, touched all bases. Um, we we wanted to to like 
the podcast is the top of the mountain, if, if we if we want to put it like that. And then B-Sides is a little bit of a step down because it's shorter form content of something we both want to dive in on or, you know, separately if Mike wants to dive in something or dive in on something else. Um, that probably won't happen a lot because that's where the shorts come in. Um, shorts will most likely just, just be video version. There's no really reason to make an audio version unless you guys want that. Um, but yeah, Humble Minute or so somewhere around there it definitely would be a minute touching on things where it's like you know the, the new moon night thing like what are the easter eggs in that um there's no reason for me and mike to talk about that for 30 minutes um i don't think you guys would want to hear about that for 30 minutes if you do we can get in there and that's what the b-sides are for but it's just kind of casting our net out there and seeing where we can um get a lot of your guys interest on different things because we know some people come to listen about our lives and some of the other topics. We know some people want to come in and listen about certain specific topics. And we know some people just want to have a minute of our time and just listen to some stuff. But, um, yeah, so more YouTube stuff. Um, it gives me and Mike more time to spread out our creativity mm-hmm. um, as far as our, our podcast because we have a lot more to offer than, you know, just talking to you guys about our lives um, and anything else, which is nothing wrong with that. But we want to give you guys more opportunities to get to know us and things that we care about and stuff that's going on that we think you should too. So, uh, absolutely. And, and new merch. I'm hype about the merch. And with that all being said, you know, after this, you know, the saga of Caden was told and is still ongoing and will be ongoing for at least the next 18, 25 years <laughs> until he, he, does, he becomes Jesus. his own man. Um, but with that being said, we will be taking the month of February off from the main show. Um, mm. And uh, so we'll be exploring th- these other avenues a, a little bit. Yeah. We'll be setting Tune up a lot of infrastructure. Um, we'll still be posting whenever we post um, anything to YouTube or any of the other channels. Um, but we want to, you know, this this show is, like we said, is like the penultimate big thing on the top of the mountain. But obviously, David just became a dad. You know, he um, is we want we want to not only give him time to really experience and figure out that what that that full routine is for him. But Good also, Lord. but yeah, but also um, allow ourselves to really hit hard for season two of the Humble Threads podcast. Um, we haven't ever taken time off uh we've we've just going straight for over a year now not missing a not missing a week well deserved so yeah so we're gonna go on a small hiatus trust me when i say we're not done we're not we're not this is not goodbye this is just hey we're gonna go take a quick vacay down to the beach grab some drinks put our feet in the sand and then get back to work um as soon as the month is out uh, I would have. Dr- I've been wanting to drink. Sorry, side. Dude. I just wanted to drink, like just drink. But I'm like, dude, I can't take care of him hungover. It can't happen. But, yeah, you know, right. So, uh, so we'll be back uh, in March. Uh, I think I want to. Uh, we're gonna aim. I think to just hit the first Friday um, in March, just to start the show off. So that'll be March fourth. Um, Friday, March fourth is when our when you can expect to hear an official uh, episode thirty one of the Humble Threads podcast. But hey, you know, in the interim, there's going to be some things coming out. We're going to, you know, we're still available on at Pod Humble on Twitter. So if you want to ask questions in the meantime, if you want to check in to see what how Dave's doing, uh, see is you know is Dave still with us, um, you know, all that stuff in between. Uh, but yeah, just want to let you guys know that we there will be uh, a brief vacay from new episodes at least for the next. Yeah, just time. just a brief huddle, um, and we're we're going to get all this stuff together. We need to record. New ads, um, and, and like me and Mike's, Mike mentioned earlier, we're trying a new audio um, version of this, Mike's idea, and I'm very happy about it. So I'm hoping we come through clear, crisp, and it makes it sound even better. 
um, and just just start the new, the year off on the right foot, if that makes sense. Um, so absolutely. Um, love all of it. But as always, gang, we're going to hit with a brief recap. Uh, we started at the top of the show, like like we said, a little bit differently than normal. Um, <clears throat> but I talked about, you know, um, what we've been doing at my house, building a home gym. Uh, my interest in getting a punching bag, you know, a big heavyweight hanging bag, which would be cool. I uh, took a, a big risk and dove into the worst game of the year or maybe the secret best. I don't know just yet, but Cyberpunk oh, 2077. Uh, it's definitely a little janky. You got to keep saving all the time in case it crashes. But it's, it's so far so so far so good. I am enjoying the game. Uh, you know, we talked about a handheld, whether it's the Steam, the Steam Deck or the uh, the Switch specifically. Just kind of wanting to be a little more portable with our gaming. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to be looking into some of the games on the store on the Switch. Uh, maybe find something uh, free. I love Magic: The Gathering, so if there's a Magic game, uh, Magic gaming card game on there, I mean, I, I could love to learn on that. I could try playing Apex on there. Probably not as well as playing on PC. Uh, mm-hmm. I know they got Fortnite as well and some other things, but uh, we could give it a try. And obviously. Uh, Xbox acquiring Blizzard Activision, absolutely rocking the industry. Um, they're holding on to their their uh, promises, uh, just at least for the Call of Duty franchise. I don't know what else they promised uh, to maintain across platforms, but you know, after after those three, I guess three years, um, we might start seeing some big changes. Uh, but then, of course, we we could not uh, but help ourselves roll out the beautiful red carpet for baby Caden and Daddy Dave and mm-hmm. and Ashley, the new mother. Um, you know, congratulations to them both. Of course, uh, it's it's been a bumpy ride, but I think you know, uh, you're you're already there. The light at the end of the tunnel is there. Clearly, you know, Caden is here, um, and now just you know, full steam ahead, positivity all around, and of course, lots of support from all of uh, their loved ones. Uh, and then we talked about the uh, what's going on with this season, right? Season two of the Humble Threads podcast, level up. We're doing some new new content ideas um, into the new year, whether it's short form content, the humble minute, more B sides, YouTube stuff, new merch, all over the place. Um, but that's going to do it for today on this episode. Uh, David, what what would we love our listeners to do for us? Guys, please, especially in this new year, we're, we're going to try and hammer these things home so that way we can we can see what happens because um, we're going to be casting the net out, but you got to be willing to come into the net. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice. Consider sharing it with a friend, whether it's your aunt, your uncle. Listen, to, if you're a new dad, listen to it while you're rocking your baby to sleep. We got some interesting things to talk about. It really helps the podcast and it really helps us reach new listeners. Um, so, yeah, guys, can't wait. But um, anyway, you, you guys, woof. I mean, I'm, I'm usually on social media a lot now, so you can find me, David Graves, um, and also King Graves on anything else like that. That might start dying off as far as me not being able to stream <laughs> and stuff. So I'll be diving headfirst into more Humble Threads stuff. So just, as always, keep tuning into um, Pod Humble, Humble Threads Podcast, anywhere you can find it, TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram, Twitter. We're there. Absolutely. And you can find me just about anywhere at Kingpin Caribou. Uh, you can find me on Instagram if you're interested in my yo-yos at do what's fun. Um, and, uh, you know, shout out to, to Harris Heller and stream beats for providing the new music that we've been using on the show. Hope you guys like it. It's definitely going to be the vibe for the rest of the season. It's, I think the song is called feels like winning. And mm-hmm. I feel like so far th- this year, it feels like winning, right? Yeah, you know, I yeah. feel everything's going well, but as always, humble family stay humble.